Hi, welcome to the UMMC Bible Study Podcast. My name is Tim Chen, and I am a family physician practicing in Mississippi. I am a former student at UMMC Medical School. The purpose of this podcast is to help our students and their families grow deeper with the Lord and stronger in their faith and walk with God. As a former student, I can relate with our students' current schedule. It can be difficult to spend time with the Lord and even more challenging to get together with one another to study the Word and fellowship. Therefore, we want to make this podcast available to you all so that we could pursue God together. I hope you enjoy this podcast. May it encourage you all in your journey with God. So I'm joined here today with Christian and Wesley. So we all know Christian from last time. He is a PhD student at UMMC in microbiology. Wesley, recent graduate from OU University, Boomer Sooner, right? Boomer. Yeah. And uh, also uh, accepted at UMC as a first year medical student starting in the fall. Congratulations, Wesley. We're excited for you. Thanks, Tim. Thanks for having me on your podcast today. Awesome. Well, you know, right now what we want to focus on, again, following last week's line, is seeing Jesus in the Old Testament. Last week, we saw a lot concerning what the tree of life means, right? The tree of life means a life dependent on God, and this was God's heart from the beginning. Um, However, the ugly truth is that man fell, and most people are very, very familiar with man's fall because of disobedience, because of eating of the wrong tree. Um, But what we want to focus on today is God's heart toward man, even in the fall, right? Man made a huge mistake. Man did not listen to God. Man was deceived by the serpent. Um, But God did not come with a heart of condemnation, right? A heart of blaming, but rather... Um, God had a recovering heart, right? A heart of love, of compassion, of concern, of reconciliation. And so with that being said, Christian, I'm going to read some of these verses in Genesis chapter 3. And then let's fellowship a little bit about it and also see how these verses actually apply to us today. Um, Not just when we're saved for the first time, but now that we've been Christians for a decade, you know, for two decades. How do these verses apply to us? Genesis chapter 3, starting at verse 8. So this is when man has already fallen. They've realized uh, they're naked. They went and hid, right? And they heard the sound of Jehovah God walking about in the garden in the cool of the day. And the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of Jehovah, God, among the trees of the garden. And Jehovah God called to man and said to him, where are you? Now, Christian, what? Obviously, this is God. Right. right? Yes. Why did he ask, where are you? That's a good question. Let's, uh, let's explore what does this question really mean? What is uh let's let's try to see a little more what was God's heart toward man right after he fell? Did God really not know where Adam and Eve were? Um, well, we believe God is 
omniscient mm-hmm. so probably no he's just not asking where are you because he actually wanted to know <laughs> where are you right so why did he ask where are you he asked where are you for their sake maybe for their realization for them to realize where where am i wow christian that's actually that's fantastic because like you said god is omniscient so he knew where man was but man did not know where he was. You know, many times I think of, you know, I'm, I'm here, I'm busy, I'm seeing patients. Uh, and like we talked last week, I have not contacted God. I'm just busy. I'm doing my own thing. I'm, I'm, I'm being a good physician. I'm being a good person. Uh, but sometimes God just whispers, where are you? And that touches you. That, that causes your heart to turn because you, I didn't realize where I was. I didn't realize I was just in myself doing my own thing. And when God asked that, it wasn't in a tone of condemnation, like, where are you? Right? Mm-hmm. But where are you? And, and it causes man to turn. Right. Um, this is so precious to see God's heart here. You know, again, it's it's not condemning. Um, it's like it's just like light. Mm-hmm. You know, and God cares about where we are. Right. God cares about that we're not in His presence. That we're that we've been that there's been some distance created between us and Him. You know, actually, this reminds me a lot of Luke chapter fifteen. Hmm. Um, you know, this, most people know the story of the prodigal son, you know, the father was wealthy. The son was like, just give me my share. And, uh, he lost it all and spent it recklessly. Um, but you know, in this portion concerning the prodigal son, uh, there's this verse here, chapter 15, verse 17. And it says, when he came to his senses, Right when he came to his senses, that that reminds me almost a lot of God asking, "Where are you?" You know, I can just imagine God, "Where are you?" And the son, the prodigal son, just he came to his senses. Right, he realized how many of my father's hired servants have food to spare, and here I am starving to death. I will set out and go back to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. So he got up and went to his father. Right? That It's like what you were saying, Christian. It was light. When God asked that question, where are you? This was a light that shined and made us realize, Lord, we're not in your presence. And it made us turn, right? It made us turn our heart. Yeah, this, 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 uh, this story of the prodigal son, he was actually eating carob pods. Mm. Those are, uh, he was eating out of a pig trough, right? A very low situation. He hit, he hit rock bottom. And, you know, we, we hit rock bottom sometimes, and um, it's a mercy to then have a moment of, but when he came to himself, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, start. We began to have a turn back to the Father, and you know, 
let's see then what the, the father's response was when the son uh, did finally make it back to the father in the next few verses. Yeah, so chat, let's keep going. You know, verse 20, so he got up and went to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son, threw his arms around him, and kissed him. That wow. is, yeah, that doesn't sound like a father that's ticked off, right? That his son has spent his entire life savings, uh, that his son has been living so recklessly. Uh, this wasn't a how dare you uh, kind of attitude the father had. Wesley, what what are we seeing here? Uh, this interaction between God the Father and the and his um, his prodigal son. Yeah, I really like that you brought out that what we're focusing on today is not on our failures so much as it is on the father's loving heart. It really, you know, the, the Christian story, the Christian life is really not about us so much as it is about God reaching us. Wow. Um, and so, you know, this, this is a parable. Um, this is not strictly God in this parable, but because Jesus is telling this parable to tell and describe God, we can, you know, accurately ascribe the things that we see here of the prodigal son's father to our own God and father. Uh, and something that has always struck, stuck out to me that I really appreciate, we can see in verse 20, while he, the prodigal son, was still a long way off, his mm. father saw him. And so from this, what we can see, you know, the father here must have been waiting every day. You know, you can't see someone a long way off unless you're looking out for them. Right. Um, so the father was waiting for his son to return every day, not with a heart of judgment, um, but just a heart full of concern and love, waiting for him to come back. Wow. In the same way, today, we live in the age of grace, and God is always willing to extend grace and mercy to us. We may feel that we failed and we're really far away, but really, as soon as we turn, we realize God is looking for us. And what does he do after that? The father is moved with compassion. He runs and falls on his son's neck. He hugs him and he kisses him affectionately. This is the same way our God is with us. When we turn, just give him the smallest little turn in our heart, he rushes to us. Rushes wow. to us with a uh, with a flood of love. Um, you could even say he kisses us affectionately. Wow, Amen, Wesley. That's that's phenomenal because now what we're seeing is this story. Of the prodigal son isn't just for our initial salvation. You know, we we all have that experience of you know when we received our salvation, this great joy of forgiveness and the Lord's blood washing us. Um, but this story is actually applicable even in our daily living. You know, how often uh, maybe we're busy studying, we're busy with our school, with our rotations, you know, with our PhD experiments, uh, we might not have touched God very much at all for a long period of time. Mm -hmm. And instead of God coming with the spirit of condemnation like, Wesley, I haven't spent any morning time with you in a week. Where have you been? Mm -hmm. You know, that is not God's heart here. In fact, like I like what you read. The father actually ran to the son. Mm -hmm. It wasn't the father waiting to the son to come and grovel at his feet, right. beg for forgiveness. The father actually ran to his son. You know, the son had all these excuses, all these things that he was ready to say to the father, but the father wouldn't even hear any of it. He was just so happy 
that the son turn, mm -hmm. turn his heart to the father. Right. Yeah. And this, this whole thing reminds me um, of something that I heard in a message that really touched me. It was just a simple prayer. Um, but the brother speaking, he prayed, Lord, thank you that we are in the age of grace. Amen. It's a very simple prayer, but um, really behind it is a deep realization that we do not have to wait or do anything to try to please God or um, try to, you know, make our own atonement for how bad we feel. You know, regardless of whatever failure we have, um, regardless of the problems and the sin that's going on in our lives, we know that we have a loving father who sent his son to shed his blood for us. Amen. So we can be cleansed of those sins and have a way to fully enter into the Lord and fully enjoy the grace that he's given us. I'm so encouraged just reading these verses, you know, and seeing that again from the beginning in Genesis chapter 3, God showed us his heart, right? He's not just a creator. He's not just almighty God in the heavens far away from man. He's not just a, you know, he's not condemning you. You know, if you've been so busy in your studies as a medical student, as a third year, you feel like you can barely breathe. Sometimes God just comes and asks, where are you? And that that's not to condemn you. Like, why haven't you been in church? Why haven't you been, you know, reading the Bible in the morning? But that's just to cause us to turn because the Father's heart is so concerned for us. And when we turn, he's there ready to feed us. Uh, he's there ready to clothe us. You know, he's there ready to just supply us so that we can live this Christian life. All the time, we're uh, we think we we're just like the sun. We have to earn our way back into being a son, or actually earn our way back into being a slave status. Mm -hmm. The father's not interested in that. You know, immediately get get clothed, get fed, and you know, and move moving on, moving forward. Let's meet. Uh, let's be merry. Let's eat. So, you know, praise the Lord for this loving heart toward us. Wow, that's awesome, Christian. Well, again, we always seem to run out of time. Uh, there's so much more we can fellowship about. Um, uh, but again, thanks for your time, Christian. Uh, and of course, I appreciate Wesley being here as well. Um, and hopefully, again, we'll keep going. Uh, and again, to our students, if you guys enjoy this podcast, feel free to share it. Uh, feel free to subscribe. We'll plan on releasing this uh, every Monday. Uh, again, God bless. We're praying for all of you. Um, have a great day. Thanks, Christian and Wesley. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Tim.